Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Smoke here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by returning guest, Ben LaPerry, Assistant Vice President of Resource Development at Alliant Energy. Ben, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Uh, me, Alex. Absolutely. So since we spoke last time in September of last year, Alliant Energy has announced plans for three utility-scale battery storage systems to be located at solar sites in Grant and Wood Counties, as well as the latest project in Sheboygan. So... Before we get into the specifics for some of those projects, let's start with the big picture here. Can you talk about how these battery storage projects fit into Alliance overall energy strategy? Of course. So when we would have, um, when I would have been with you last, we would have spoken about our clean energy blueprint. Uh, the clean energy blueprint is guided by our purpose-driven strategy for serving customers and strengthening communities. And we do that through our clean energy blueprint, primarily through the transition to a cleaner environment, cleaner resources, uh, less dependence on our traditional uh, generation resources. And so most folks uh, think of the wind generation uh, that's obviously been deployed and uh, producing clean energy for now uh, decades. Uh, Solar, uh, which has made its way more into the, the Midwest here over the last few years. And we would have spoken about that last time I was with you as well. And then, as you mentioned, we've uh, brought forward a couple of filings, now three filings to the Wisconsin Commission. We also have a filing in front of the Iowa Utilities Board proposing some large scale energy storage. Um, and then even beyond that, before we come back to the energy storage, uh, we really are, you know, Clean Energy Blueprint is reflecting our commitment to a very diversified uh, portfolio of resources. And so you've got the renewables, you've got uh, the renewable enabling technologies, which is where I would put the battery energy storage. Uh, The lithium ion technology that we'll talk a little bit more about has a place, long duration storage, um, which is more of an emerging technology, will also have a place in our diversified portfolio. And then um, you know, reliability is at the forefront of our strategy and uh, how we think about making sure that we're providing the, the value and service for our customers. And so that'll mean uh, ensuring that uh, we've got our natural gas facilities that are prepared to operate and be the backbone uh, of the, the grid and supporting the energy needs of our customers, you know, for years to come. So um, happy to talk about battery storage today, but uh, at any point in time, you know, we've got uh, activity going on really across all of those fronts. Absolutely. And you mentioned the word enabling, which I, I thought was interesting, the idea as well of reliability, right? For folks who might not be super familiar with the role of battery storage and the greater utility picture, can you talk about why that is so helpful for enabling renewable use? Sure. Well, it really starts with renewables not being dispatchable, which means that the wind isn't always blowing and the sun isn't always shining. And so, but they do provide very complementary characteristics. 
uh, in terms of the performance. And now that we've got some operational experience with both the wind and the solar, we can be very thoughtful about both where we're locating the energy storage systems um, and the scale to which we think that it's needed uh, so that we can you know, make sure that we're minimizing cost impacts for customers while maximizing value. And so I think each of the three locations that we've proposed to the commission, as well as our proposal in Iowa, do just that. Um, it represents us stepping in uh, to this technology, although we've been operating some of the lithium ion technology for a few years now, they've been on a smaller scale and they've been on the distribution system versus these larger proposals that'll be on the transmission system. So, you know, there's more renewables in our future. Decarbonization, uh, sustainability goals are part of our fabric uh, in terms of how we think about our strategy and, and think about our investment decisions. Um, and so the battery storage just offers, again, that um, kind of intermediary when the wind's not blowing, the sun's not shining, um, the system might be experiencing some constraints due to extreme weather, uh, which, you know, those are no longer phenomenons. Uh, those are, you know, becoming more predictable uh, as it relates to they will happen, just how severe will they be and how often will they occur. And battery storage, at least what we've deployed, uh, has the ability over a four-hour period of time to produce you know, massive uh, amounts of energy for customers. Um, so those are some thoughts as it relates to kind of those enabling characteristics. Great. So let's get a little more into those projects that you have proposed with the Public Service Commission here in Wisconsin. Can you do a brief overview on, on each of those plans? Yeah, I'd love to. So I'll start with uh, the projects that will be co-located with a couple of our large-scale solar projects. Uh, that the commission had already approved and we're advancing uh, with construction. So Wood County uh, is one of the solar projects. That's a 150 megawatt solar project that we're uh, what we call pairing or co-locating 75 megawatts of uh, the storage. And then the other large scale solar project is Grant County. And that's a 200 megawatt solar project where we'll be co-locating 100 megawatts of the lithium ion battery storage technology. Those, those two were filed you know, uh, later in 22, and then we followed that up here in early 23 with a very exciting proposal uh, at our Edgewater generating station where we've uh, continued to operate some coal that we've announced we'll be retiring within the next couple of years. Um, we've already retired some coal at that site and as a function of the Inflation Reduction Act, locating the battery storage technology there at the site offers some additional tax benefits to our customers, of which, again, core to our strategy is affordability of our costs for customers and wherever we can find opportunities to reduce those costs. We certainly do that. Sure thing. And I realize that these are obviously separate projects, but do you have any details you can share on the timeline for you know, construction and completion? So I'll start with the Edgewater storage project that we are expecting a PSCW decision uh, later this year or potentially in early 24. And then that will enable our uh, project team to start you know, major procurement. Uh, and then we would start construction in 2025 with 
an expectation, I'm sorry, start construction in 2024 with expected completion uh, by mid 2025. That's the Edgewater project. As it relates to Grant County and Wood County, uh, we're on a little bit more of an accelerated schedule, given that we had filed those with the commission uh, earlier than Edgewater. We expect those projects uh, to have decisions from the PSCW later here in 23, which would allow for those projects to be online uh, later in 2024. Okay, gotcha. Good to know. Very exciting. Lots of new projects in the works, Ben. So uh, before we wrap up here, I'd like to ask you, you know, you talked about this a bit at the beginning of our conversation, but, you know, why battery storage um, right now? You know, obviously you've talked about the transition towards more clean energy. Can you explain what Alliant is hoping to accomplish or the impacts that the company is hoping to see here in Wisconsin? You bet. So we've been tracking the battery technology and the maturity of the, te the technology, but really more to the supply chain uh, that I spoke about earlier. And so that was years in the making. Um, there are also other advantages. I mentioned some of the additional tax credit benefits with the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, storage also uh, wasn't allowed to get tax credits on a standalone basis before the Inflation Reduction Act. So you had multiple factors that took place uh, in 2022 that you know, really supported uh, the strategy and the business case that we had already been developing and you know, certainly um, enhanced. Uh, what we were able to, to you know, bring forward for our, our proposals with the commission. So that's more on the economics and the you know, execution of the projects. And then you know, it really comes back to the themes of making sure that we're providing a reliable grid and providing reliable resources and a portfolio of resources for our customers. And the reality is, is that the, the grid and there's a lot of change taking place. And so uh, in order to ensure that, you know, we're still delivering the service that our customers expect, uh, it requires uh, this kind of additional uh, investment and these resources that, again, can, can complement some of the other resources that we've been adding uh, to the system here over the last several years. Great. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts on these upcoming projects, Ben. It's been really interesting to chat with you, and uh, we'll be sure to keep an eye on these projects as they progress through the approval process uh, here in Wisconsin. Thanks again. Sounds good. Thanks for the time, Alex. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.